Guys, welcome to the first ever The Forge podcast. We are so proud and so excited to be starting 2020 off for an entirely new year. By the way, this is Will. I'm Ben. Mariana. And that is our co-host. Well, not really co-host. She is a guest, but really going to be a permanent guest because we are very proud to announce Mimi as a new employee to Forge Relations. So thank you very much for accepting the position and, of course, joining us on our first ever podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming. And I can't, by the way, guys, I'm going to get very distracted by the soundboard because that is the coolest coolest thing ever. So I'm going to give everyone a little bio because, of course, this is our first ever podcast. Forge Relations is a digital marketing firm. Uh, We mainly work in the outdoor community. Uh, So we handle accounts in the firearms industry, knives, camping, uh, outdoor cars, uh, overlanding. Anything fun. Anything fun, exactly. So if you're familiar with our vlogs, I mean, we've pretty much shown a lot of our adventures. Uh, And now we are going to get a little bit more in depth on how those adventures came to be because, of course, we didn't just wake up in the morning and do this cool thing. We worked really hard to get there. I know Ben's worked really right. hard. Three years later. Yeah, you know? three years. Well, actually, between me and you, what, six, six seven, Oh, my gosh, just on Forge? Yeah, about... Right. Yeah, if we look at the conception of Forge and then the conception of where you started and where I started in the in the specific industry we're right. in, uh, it's it's been ever-changing. And that's not to mention, you know, I'm 35, so unfortunately I am the oldest person in the room right now. I'm 24. <laughs> 22 myself. Oh, man, I am getting really old. I need one of those buttons that go, wah, wah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's I think that's the wrong for. button. Let's try this no. one. Thank you, Ben. Ouch. Ouch. That is the one I was looking for. So I mean, um, you, you don't look 35. We got to give credit where credit's due. Oh, I appreciate that. And yeah. from now on, after, you know, we are going to be videoing this. So right, you'll be able to see my... Wonderful face, along with this wonderful radio voice that I think I have, which everyone else thinks it's terrible. But anyhow. Guys, I am so sorry for that. I know. I I'm know. sorry. So, you know, before the whole Forge Relations thing, me personally, uh, I owned a fitness center for 10 years. Uh, I started that from the ground up, and I, I built the gym, actually, uh, because before that, I was in construction. Still do construction to this day. It's something I love doing. It's a great release for me and being creative. And I think having that ability to be creative in a very hands-on way really enabled me to be creative in a conceptual way and to, you know, coming up with video ideas and just, you know, looking at something and looking at a product and saying, how can you take this one product and turn it into something that people are going to go, wow, I want that. Because at the end of the day, that's our job. People come to us and say, this is what we have. How can we take this, share it on the internet and make it look cool? And maybe not necessarily buy it, but get brand recognition. So that is pretty much the entire concept behind Forge Relations, of course, with a lot of other things, influencer management, um, you know, uh, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Well, you're talking about experimental marketing. Experimental marketing, I mean, the biggest thing there is just a way to connect a consumer with a product, right? Like show them that it exists in the first place and then show them a reason to why they want it or should get it. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And that is what today's first podcast is all about because we have a very amazing opportunity. So a little backstory about Mimi, which I'm going to let her explain that. But long story short, she just graduated college. So everyone listening that's 
interested in potentially opening up their own marketing firm or just getting into, you know, advertising, digital advertising. There's a lot of jobs out there. A lot of big companies are hiring awesome positions like this. And I don't care if you're fresh out of college or you want a different career choice. There's a lot of opportunity in this space. So Mimi graduated. I graduated in this past December 2019. Mm-hmm. And what was the degree that you graduated in? Uh, it was marketing. Yes. Okay. So how long, so is that a four-year four year degree? Um, I finished a little bit earlier than some of my other classmates just because, you know, I just took the initiative to take summer and winter semester classes. But, yeah, it was about three and a half years. Okay. So how many of, of your three and a half years, um, of course, you had to take your, your minor classes and all the required classes. How many classes were actually marketing-related? Of those, you know, when were you taking four? Were we taking six classes per semester, approximately? I took about five to six, yeah, five per, per, per semester. semester yes. Okay. Well, obviously, the first two years is just kind of, you know, I don't want to say bullshit classes, mm-hmm. but basically just kind of electives, yeah, stuff like that. Right. And then after that, we started getting more into business-oriented classes, but. You know, I didn't really get into anything specifically towards marketing probably until maybe the the semester before I graduated. Okay. And it it was they weren't even all marketing classes. A lot of them were management classes. I took accounting, finance. You know, they they made sure we got kind of background or the basics on each department of business, which is you know useful. Yeah, of course, absolutely. You know, of yeah. course. But I just felt like they didn't provide a lot of necessary classes for what I would like to specialize in, which is graphic, graphics and social media and stuff like that. Um, and I thought that was really unfortunate. And they didn't have that for each semester. It was only like a specific semester and wasn't advertised enough. So, you know, I definitely feel like I missed out on those opportunities to learn more in those classes. But, you know... Okay. College is tough, right? Because yeah. I think I think the best way to explain it is it's a place to build your foundation. Right. Like things move so fast, especially in the digital age, that anything you learn in a classroom as far as marketing is concerned, I mean, like, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all these platforms are changing, what, literally every week. So anything you're teaching in a classroom, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as specifics is going to be, you know, useless by the time you graduate so they you know as far as marketing you can just build that foundation and learn the fundamentals you know and then anything specific i I think you have to learn on the job well yeah that i think that was really good that you know they gave a uh, breakdown when you talked about accounting you talked about finance right at the end of the day you know especially when you're looking at the fact of, do you want to own your own company? Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's obviously, of course, marketing divisions within companies. Whereas, you know, if you went and applied for a job, uh, even at a fortune 500 company, you know, your specific job is going to be the marketing aspect. So you're never looking at, you're never going outside of the box as far as your job is concerned. So I think what's interesting is, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, when you were in college, did you know exactly what you wanted to do with that market? So I know, I understand you wanted to do it, but did you know where you would envision and see yourself the second you stepped out of those doors and went into the, the world of job applications? 
Well, something about me, I'm, I'm pretty indecisive in general, not just when it comes to my career, but it was kind of switching between a few different specialties and I wasn't really until the last year that I really realized that I wanted to focus on social media marketing. Mm -hmm. But um, to piggyback on that, it was just really unfortunate that I didn't realize what really was going into it until I had visited my cousins in Serbia. She let me go to... Wait, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Let's take a <laughs> step back for a second. You went to Serbia? Yes, I'm Serbian. <laughs> when did you go to Serbia? Um, last summer. Really? The summer before last, yes. Has that, was that your first time in Serbia? No, no. I've been going ever since I was a young child. Really? Mm -hmm. What's Serbia like? It's very beautiful. You know, it's a second world country. Uh -huh. um, so they have a little... Is it beachy? No, it it's I'm not, not near okay. Beach. I'm, I apologize. My, uh, you know, I, I haven't. I don't have too much uh, experience with Serbia. No. Wait, wait, Serbia is that cold? I feel it's very cold there. Um, it can get cold in the winter. Okay. Yeah, they have seasons. Okay, mm -hmm. but there's like, no beat. There's no. I mean, you would have to drive kind of more on the outskirts to get okay. to a beach. It's the Mediterranean, you know. Like if you go like more right, towards the Balkan, the yeah, yeah go more towards the, the Balkan side, then it's gotcha. you're kind okay. of in the beach. Okay. area but so okay interesting you know wow. where serbia is on a map honestly <laughs> um <laughs> no, uh, yes no do you know where like croatia and bosnia are yes i do know where okay bosnia is, they're yes. right next to they used to be yugoslavia it used okay. to be one country yeah. yeah my my ex-wife was um uh bulgarian mm -hmm. so is that was she I, really yes yes oh, so, that, this around there i feel like that's yeah bulgarian oh she's <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, I apologize. Where's that? Can we get one of those sound things? I don't know which one does what. We'll find the worst out. one ever. <laughs> That's the one I was looking for. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Sonia, we'll, we'll definitely, let's talk about travel later. That was I'm very intrigued by that. But um, okay, so you graduated. They gave you some classes mm -hmm. pretty much, you know, in their opinion, have you well-rounded. Right. That was the goal, of course, of college, right. to give you some experience. And I think Ben was touching on something before as you know, when you really sit down at a table and essentially get interviewed for the first time ever, the interviewee is, um, or I'm sorry, the interviewer, they are saying, well, what's your experience? Right. That's pretty much the number one question coming out of college is what's your experience? And, you know, you're, you're going to look at them and say, well, I just graduated college. <laughs> this is my experience. Yeah. I have my degree. You see this piece of paper? Because I just spent $60,000 on it. Yeah. So what are you asking me for? Because I'm showing you my experience. You're requiring me to have a college degree. But yet, for some reason, for a lot of employees, they go, well, that's not good enough. Right. It's very We want you to have experience. Mm -hmm. So that's where I feel there's a huge disconnect with going to college. And I'm not saying, you know, college is great. Wonderful thing. I went to college. Ben did college I, for a I little bit. I did most bit of and, college. Yeah, and he, <laughs> and he didn't graduate, which doesn't matter. Irrelevant. Yeah. So for everyone, it it's an interesting dynamic because they want this thing called experience, but how can you give it to them if they don't accept a college diploma as experience? So I think that's where we connect it really well is, you know, I understand that aspect, and I know Ben definitely understands that aspect is – taking someone fresh that wants that has a desire to learn you know essentially i hate to use the word sponge but it's a sponge that you want to soak up as much as much knowledge as possible because our knowledge comes from failure mm -hmm. end of story 
Yeah. And I could tell you that from personal experience. We could talk about all the businesses I've had failed, you know, bankruptcy, verge of bankruptcies many times, fell off the ladder, got back up. But the point is, all those things made me the person I am today because without that, I wouldn't know, you know, where to go tomorrow. Right. Now, do I wish that upon you? Do I want people just to keep failing? No, it's a terrible experience. But at the end of the day, you know, if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to have your own path in life, unfortunately, it's going to take failure. And yes, there's those occasional times where you just you mix a couple of things together and you become a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does happen. <laughs> you know, it's a wonderful thing, but it's rare. At the end of the day, it's not common. And that's what stops a lot of individuals, especially out of college and just people in general. They just want to go get a job because they know that or I'm sorry, they don't know. They think they assume that to succeed on their own would be too difficult, that they would just instantly fail and not make it. And that's that's true. But why not try? Yeah. You know, what are you going to be 70 year old, 70 years old and, you know, sit in your rocking chair and go, I should have, would have, could have. And those words right there that I'm just telling all you guys is should have, would have, could have. My grandfather, my pop, I love very much, still with us, kicking butt, has cancer five times. He is a should have, would have, could have man. So as I was growing up as a little boy, he always told me all these stories when he handed me my first shotgun, took me hunting for the first time, took me gambling for the first time, took me drinking for the first time. I mean, he's the man. But in all his stories, he always told me these things that he could have done. He had all these opportunities presented in front of him. And he's like, oh, I could have been this. I could have been that. This guy wanted me to do this. And I always said to him, I said, Pop, why, why didn't you do it? He's like, well, you know, I, I, I didn't think I could do this, or I, I didn't think I could do that. I said, Pop, but that, why didn't you try? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Because why? I don't know. I just didn't. I, I wasn't a good speller. I was like, Pop, I'm the worst speller ever. <laughs> People don't even like texting me because it's, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm the worst speller in the universe. Okay, but I embrace that. You know. Now, should I try and work on it? Yes. Do I? No. <laughs> Whatever. Ben's there. He looks at my emails. Wonderful thing. <laughs> But the point We've is... We literally hired someone to read through your emails. We for, did. Yes, we hired someone to... Stuff. Yes. Yeah. And so they were still... They an were editor. so bad that she quit. Grammarly. Yes. Oh, no. That. Grammarly it, it doesn't it understand. We use that, too. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's like so, so far. Bad. He tries to write, like, I don't know, food, and it ends up coming yeah, out as, like, like food. Gym. It's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. But my point to that tangent is, you know, don't be a shoulda, woulda, coulda. But that, that's... So that's interesting because that's the majority of... Of people. Of people. I know. By far. That's why we're talking about this. Like, most people are content and, you know, at least at least outside looking in, right, to do their 9 to 5, mm-hmm. go home, watch TV, go to sleep, wake up, do it all again. Till they're 65, you know, just trying to earn enough to, to you know, have their retirement, retire at 70, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you die at 85 and, and there it is. Agreed. That And that sucks. Like, I can't do that. No. You know? That's and I think, and that's what that's what sets a lot of, well, not a lot, but that's what sets the the very few apart from that majority that wants to go out and do those things and travel and explore the world and like that's my biggest thing is I want to go see the country, I want to go see the world, I want to I want to do things, you know. There's so much more to Will is currently vlogging over here, guys. I'm sorry, it's totally throwing me off. I do apologize. I'm sorry, Ben. But you're, there's you're on there's a great just roll. so Keep much going. there's so much out there that you know. 
not to be like one of those YOLO people, but you only have this one chance, right? Like I want to, I want to make the best of it. And that's, I think that's like the, one of the guiding factors behind Forge, right? Like we want to do more than just market products. We want to do cool stuff. Like we're getting very heavy into events, like with our Gundy's awards coming up and very excited about that. Yes, and that's a whole other podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll keep get going. into that yeah, a little yeah. bit later, but you know, there's there's just so much out there. I guess is my point. And and take every opportunity you can. Like when I first got into this, I was I was one of those people. Like, you know, I'll just I'll just stay home and and you know I'm content, right? I'm content living the way I am. And then I met this guy named Will. Uh, this guy named Will that doesn't know how to turn off his phone while we're I'm so sorry we're, now, we're now recording. I'm Instagramming. <laughs> I, I apologize. That's terrible. Can you guys hear that? Oh yeah, we can hear it. Really? This is guys, this is a learning experience. You're coming along, you're coming along for the ride from the very beginning. But I apologize. Anyways, my point is this to this long tangent is just get out there and do it. You know, I was one of those coulda, shoulda, woulda guys until I met Will. And then he just He was. Oh my threw me, story. Threw and me into situations where I just didn't know what to do. So, and you, you sink or swim. So morbid. I mean, you, you want to talk about swim. situations? Oh, my God. We're gonna, we are going to tell a let's story. Let's not get into details. We're going to leave this for another day, but I oh, want Lord. everyone... If you Can people leave comments on podcasts? Is they, that a thing? I mean, yeah. Okay, perfect. Maybe, I don't know. No, no podcast. No, no comments. Okay. Well, I, we are going to talk about a uh, story later on. Uh, so a good friend of ours, Post Malone, um, and uh, you know we've had a lot of fun times with him. You know, we've developed a really strong relationship over the years. And, um, you know, every time we go see him or do some stuff, you know, I always tell Ben, I'm like, Ben, you know, don't don't sit back in the corner of the room. Present yourself. Guys, you know? I, I don't like to talk to people. You know, be like, you know, like who you are. Be proud of who you are. And uh, I'm going to get into that story at another date. But that is going to be really funny because Ben did some pretty cringe. I mean, when I say cringe, it was cringe. Like it still hurts to think yeah, about. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. So this is when we need a camera because we want to see Ben's face when I share this story with the world and so everyone can hear it. But no, Ben brings up a great point. Let's uh, let's you know. move back to Mimi. Let's yes. let's hear yes. more about her <laughs> yes, life please. story. Enough about me. So here's a question that we need to know. So you have been hanging, you know, with us now for what two weeks? Yes. Okay. So from your first impression of walking into the office, I mean, of well, that's course, a great question. You know, we are not the most traditional company by any means. Of course, you see kind of our office space, what it's like, very lax, uh, very creative. So kind of take me through your your impression of when you walked into the office after you spoke with us. And of course, the mo- most important part, you know, when you got on the phone and left, I'm sure talked to either your boyfriend or someone mm-hmm. and shared the experience to which you just experienced. Yeah. So take us through that journey. So first impression, walking into the office, um, it was really interesting. I liked the decor. You know, it seems like you guys do a lot of DIY stuff, like you were saying. I, like, dig that. Um, Didn't expect all the guns, but it's cool. My parents were both in the Army, so I'm used to it. Um, Caught me a little off guard, but it's fine. Um, there's just a, there's just this massive safe door in our in our entryway, so don't right. mind that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little curious about that, but as soon as I got inside, okay, just realized it was a little conference room type of thing. But no, I really liked it. Like I was really surprised how relaxed you guys were, how energetic and enthusiastic you guys were um, about the whole industry, and you know, I really just appreciate the opportunity because, like you said, not a lot of people would hire fresh college student, like just graduated students and wanting to teach them and wanting to mold them and like, you know, 
give them that real world experience and apply all the stuff that they learned straight off the the bat like that and so i do appreciate that a lot um i think this is going to be a really good and fun experience for for me and all of us i'm really happy to collab awesome I think it, I mean it is a learning experience all mm-hmm. around because mm-hmm. Will I mean you've had multiple businesses you've managed people before that's mm-hmm. something I'm very new to um, so that's that's something that I have to learn and then me right, teaching teaching people right teaching you know. I have to learn how to teach right. my mom's a teacher I should be good at this but I'm mm-hmm. terrible <laughs> um, but and then Mimi you have to learn how to work with us as a right. team you know that's been very interesting and in, in all the different softwares we use and right. and everything going on in that front um but i think that's another big factor coming out of college that you know like we say in the world of shooting sports people that have shot with someone before they pick up bad habits if they're not the best um, potential way of shooting so when you try and teach them you essentially have to reteach them and get over their bad habits first and then show them the proper way because right. of muscle memory so that's the same principle with you you know coming out of college it's the best thing ever yeah because you don't have any bad habits right all you have is excitement and enthusiasm because it's just like hey i want to go do this and that is what's really required in this specific space because, mm-hmm. you know, accounting, you know, you have forensic accounting, you have just so much different, like being a lawyer, right. these are, it's in the book. Everything is very rudimentary. Everything is very, this is how it's done step by step by step by step. It's a wonderful thing. Doctors, you know, you look at a surgery, of course, things change, they evolve, you know, it's everything. But, and I'm not comparing this to anything else, I'm just making a point where you look at what we have to compete with is called algorithms. And we don't control those algorithms. Those are controlled by the companies, the platforms that we are marketing on. So our job as a marketing firm is we have to keep up with the ever-changing algorithms. And with that being said, when someone new comes on, we're just taking you into the flow. So there is no, you know, hey, this is the book from last year because you could look at that and that is all just completely useless right you Trends might as well so take the book and burn it because mm-hmm. it may it makes no sense so you have to be on the fly and you have to look at something and be able to just instantly understand how that's going to change and how it's going to relate with what's coming you know the best way i can kind of relate to this is you know you look at stockbrokers and you look at analysts those guys you know they they understand trends they look at history because at the end of the day history repeats itself you can never get around that fact i mean that's that's a, that's you know across the board in anything history will always repeat itself so when you look at an analyst like our jobs we have to kind of get ahead of the curb and essentially just try things that maybe haven't been done before and we have no idea if they're going to fail or succeed but if it succeeds, we are ahead of the curb, and that is going to be the new norm to what's going to happen until the next group comes out and says, you know what, I'm going to try this, and all of a sudden, that's it. Well, so that's now a, we have trick, to keep right? up with them, correct? Right, exactly. Right. So you're always, you're always facing the competition, and your biggest, your biggest fight is against that algorithm. 100%. And how do, you, how do you stand out? How do you, for your client, how do you make them you know, the, the leader in that topic? And 100%. It's, yeah. I mean, we can go into viral videos. Right. I mean, you know, remember, remember three years ago, four years ago, people were, they'd post one video and get millions and millions of views. What, what, you know, today, you know, millions means nothing. It means absolutely right. nothing. That doesn't mean that you are now a star. A- absolutely not. Because growth, 
growth is not dependent on viability. There's no, they don't correlate anymore. There, it's a part of it, but it's it, definitely it, not the only solution. It's not a solution. It, it, exactly. Period. Well, having one, what I'm saying is having one and then having zero more after that doesn't equate to anything. Right. You have to be consistent. Consistency is the yeah. key with anything. And that viral video as a business is probably not going to make you any money. It, exactly, because right? you probably weren't set up for it. You probably weren't monetizing. You probably weren't prepared for what was going to happen with that video. So that one video that you did that got you all this recognition, you probably got zero for. So the buildup, the consistency, the have the platform, as Ben and I always say when we go into meetings with new clients you know, that essentially uh, have never done social media or are doing social media, and we look at, we look at their, what they're doing, and we go, well, the problem is you don't have a foundation. You guys wanted to put the roof on the house before you poured the pad. So essentially what's happening is that roof has nothing to stand on. It's going to collapse. So we come in and we make sure that that foundation is strong. It's built. It's tough. And that is what Forge Relations does on a whole throughout all platforms. <laughs> I like that. That was a nice little sales pitch there yeah. at the end there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you sure script in this? No. Uh, you know, just, it just rolls off the tongue, you know. But to kind of play off what you're saying, though, you know, and this is, this is like number one when we go into any meeting, right, is consistency is key. And then along with that, it's the content. You have to have content that can live up to the message you're trying to push. You have to have a cohesive message across the board, you know, across all platforms. And then however possible, you got to be in as many places as possible all the time, which I think is, is the biggest thing, is the hardest thing, right? Because you mm -hmm. can have that one viral video. You can have that one, like, awesome idea. And, it, you know, let's say it gets seen by a million people. But what are you going to do next week? Why are people? Why should people pay attention to you next week? Now, you know, like how do you how do you maintain that consistency of quality content? Right. You know, absolutely. That, oh my God, the word consistency. Yeah. Oh. Whew. How do you? <laughs> that is the one that gets my heart because Ben and I talk about this constantly, and forget us. You know, we of course are content creators ourselves for ourselves. You know, we have pretty awesome lives and stories that we want to share. But, you know, it has to go a step further for us because at the end of the day, Forge Relations is not just a YouTube channel or a podcast channel. It is an actual company. It is a company that specifically works for other companies trying to do the exact same thing. Well, yeah, we live it every day, right? right. And I think the whole reason we're doing this podcast and, and getting back into the YouTube is that we should be our own best client. Absolutely. That's that's my goal for 2020. You know, that's like, that's a line I've been trying to live by, we've been trying to live by, mm -hmm. is be our own best client right. so we can be the proof to how this works. Right. You know, but, and how it's not something that pops up overnight. Right, and because <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, a lot of our clients, it's it's them. We don't want to put a brand or we don't want to put a a group behind what they're doing. So we don't necessarily quote unquote take credit or share what we do because unfortunately it's just not how it works. You know, we can put a little logo in the corner produced by Forge Relations, but it's them. They're the ones getting the recognition because that's our job. That's what they paid us money for is to get them recognition. So this is a way for us to show you and show others out there that are interested in this that, you know, this is how you can do it for yourself. So all you individuals that want to be, uh, you know, YouTube star or an Instagram star, not even a star. Let's take that word out. It's a, I hate that word. And I hate the word influencer, okay? If you want to be someone that is a voice and you want to share 
some sort of positivity or a message that you truly believe in and you feel it's going to benefit others or you feel it's going to entertain others in a positive way, you know, we're here to hopefully help you fast track that, learn from our mistakes so you can take that awesome content that you want to create and share it with the audience that's wanting to watch it. And that's a big part of why we're doing this. And I mean, the biggest thing is doing it. Yes. You know, doing like it. every, every big YouTuber, any, you know, the Gary V's of the world, anyone who's in this whole business thing, mm-hmm. that's all they keep saying is, is get out there and do it, get out there and do it. And they're, I mean, they're right. All right. You know? here, here's something I'll touch on quick. You know, a lot of people say this and I, I had this conversation yesterday with um, a good friend of mine and she, uh, she goes, well, there's so many people doing the same thing I want to do. I'm like, yes, there are a lot of people doing the same thing, but there's two things. One, they are not you. You are completely different. That's what makes this world so beautiful. We are all completely different individuals. So one, no one can ever do something the same way you do it and vice versa. Two, you're watching those people doing it because they're doing it. And you know what you're not doing is doing it. So it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. Don't put yourself in someone else's shoes. Don't worry about what other people out there are doing. The end of the day, just make sure you do it. Be consistent. Put it out there right, wrong, or indifferent. Don't think about it. Just do it because you can read and learn from what you did. Take feedback, and if you need to revise it or do it in a different way, do that, but continue to do it. I'd like to, I'd like to talk about an example of this. A good friend of ours, Brandon Herrera. Hmm. So he's... Gosh, probably he's got at least three hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube right now. I think. And well, he, can you tell how and quickly he's blowing he, up? But but how long was he at it? So, and that's the thing. So he, that, yeah, that's where I'm going with this, correct. right? So yeah. you, you're probably four or five years ago, I met him at IV eighty eight eighty eight Range Day, and when I first met him, I got so excited. I was I was basically fanboying, you know. And he had <laughs> that's he, so weird. It, well, he had like 5,000 subscribers, but it was this kid on YouTube that I watched. That brings and, us back to the Post Malone story, but go ahead. And I thought I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I... You Wait, know. remember the rooftop? Anyway, Do you remember in Charlotte when we were for, on the rooftop of the gun store at like 6 in the morning? I do remember. And you were so fanboying because you were a little intoxicated? <laughs> I do remember and that. And post, post, come take a photo with me and my girlfriend. Hey, I <laughs> held it. I held it in all day long, right? <laughs> Anyway, so sorry, sorry. fanboying might might have been the wrong word, but I was like, hey, it's super awesome to like uh, be in a be in this room with like these big hitters, right? And he had like five thousand subscribers at the time, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I, you know, you always perceive yourself as a nobody. Brandon, if you're going to listen to this at some point, I've told him this. I, I've told him the story. Before. I love that he's saying this right now. No, I've told him the story before. Anyway, so you know, fast forward four and he didn't years, have, and he didn't have a luscious full head of hair either. He did. No, now he has a luscious well, full he, hair. Yeah. So Ben, if he's ben always saw, had, he's always you, had great Mimi, hair. Mimi, could you imagine if Ben saw him now with his luscious hair that flows in the wind? <laughs> he would be like, "Oh, Brandon." Hello. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, Brandon. Okay, go ahead. I'm not really sure how to react to that. Well, it's okay. Um, just, whatever your, just whatever your real it. feelings Dude, are, I love it. I oh, really? That's his Let's real feeling. See, Brandon, I love you, buddy. See, this podcast is going to reveal a lot of things for 2020. A real truth, bromance. The, in the truth making. comes out. Right? Real yes. bromance. Yeah, I love to hear it. A little anyway, bromance for 2020. We'll have wow. we'll have Brandon on, and we can talk, talk about it more. Yeah, but absolutely. so the point to point to all of that and the luscious hair and everything. <laughs> Is it didn't happen overnight. Like it was a consistent thing. He had other projects going on. You know, we've we've done a lot of different things together. We started a couple a few companies that ended up failing. 
throughout the that entire time, the one thing that he kept consistent was his YouTube channel. And he was posting two two times a week, coming up with creative content, and it took time. You know, that's the other thing. It just doesn't happen overnight at all. You know, this was this was I don't know how long his channel was around for, probably five years, right? And in the past year, guess what? He went from 30, 2019, 30,000 subscribers, just under, to probably 300,000 or at least a quarter of a million subscribers uh, because he kept that consistency up. And that's playing to the platform's, you know, strengths, right? Like, you just got to you gotta put out good content and something will catch eventually. Uh, so I guess... What I'm trying to say is don't don't give up. You know, it's not like a, you can't do this for a month and be like, dang it, it didn't work and 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 quit. Um, if you quit, you're going to end up working your nine to five and, you know, probably die wishing you hadn't. Yeah, and it's all about getting out of your comfort zone. Like, I know I had a problem with that growing up and just being shy. But, you know, once I just took that extra step to get out of my comfort zone and try new things, you know, I never... I would have regretted it if I didn't. A hundred percent. It's funny because I hate I hate getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah, and then and that's all Will does is is you know pull people out of their comfort zone, but it's the best thing that could have mm-hmm. happened to me for sure. You know, because when I when I first met Will, uh, <laughs> I I barely knew how to talk to people. <laughs> I had never I had never <laughs> been on like a real trip, you know, especially like a business trip. Mm-hmm. And then I like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm no, I no, no, I'm, but I, I'm going to say something when you're done. Sure. Yeah. And you know, that's, I, I'm so much better for it. I'm, I'm so thankful for that opportunity. And I, I wish everyone, you know, who, who's kind of in that same mindset has that opportunity. Yeah. So what Ben's saying, you know, when Ben met me, that's when I was going through what I call a different, uh, uh, another phase in my life, because what Ben doesn't realize is what he doesn't know is at the end of the day, we all start the same. You know, we all might have different personalities and so on and so forth. But I was pretty shy, too. But there came yeah, a point. I can't believe it. Well, that. not really shy. Okay, I was never really shy. You know, I, I did. Okay. One so, day we'll release the video. Maybe from more high quiet. From high school, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I guess. Okay, I guess thinking back, I was actually always an outgoing lunatic. You know, I, I tap danced you when were I was lunatic. a child. I traveled all over the country tap dancing. You had uh, something important to really? say. Really? I, I wouldn't have expected. Yeah, I was a tap dancing. I did ballet for a while. Uh, I did taekwondo. I trained with the Olympic team. Um, okay, anyway, yeah, so, you were saying something. Sorry, I'm going to get off track <laughs> on my cool things I've done. Um, you know, Guys, 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 guys. He's friends with Post Malone. No, no, no. So Don't forget that he's friends with Post Malone. I, I don't that has no relevance to what I'm saying. So are you, you fucking retard. Yeah, but it's it's more funny when I say retard. Yeah. Dude, dude my little yeah, but, tangent, my my girlfriend's friends, not her. My girlfriend's friends introduce me as friends with Post Malone. That's the first thing that comes out of their mouth. It's terrible. It's so weird because I it's don't even, super you know, like weird. me and him, you know, what's funny about our relationship and this is, I don't know, like, so Ben, Ben obviously is not quite as, I'm going to be honest, he's not really that close with them, but well, you know, yeah, we, I, I, I'm just not that type of person. We became very close because we have this mutual love for watches, love, love watches. And I'll never forget one time we were, we went over his house in Utah and I was like, Austin. I, I need to see this Richard Mills you got. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're in his bedroom. <laughs> and he whips out his watch box, and he has all these watches. And I, 
like tears were coming to my eyes. Guys, he starts dancing. I was dancing like an eight-year-old. So me, and I felt like I was at a sleepover at like, it was like two girls, two eight-year-old girls at a sleepover. And I was trying on his watches going, oh my God, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. Like Patek Philippe's. I mean, we're looking at RMs. I mean, it was just beautiful, beautiful stuff that you really appreciate. That's for another time. And, and that's we'll, what, that's what differentiates we'll about. us is I, I saw that and it, no, yeah, like, I, it's just not my thing. You know? And that's the appreciation for life. And that's something I talk to Ben about all the time. You know, Ben is very, um, I don't want to say one-sided, but he's into a certain thing. I really love life. Oh, that's a fair term. Yeah. I, Will, Will, Will likes to get into everything, everything and anything. Absolutely. From artwork to watches to culinary. I mean, I could talk about pipe. To, I mean, you name it. I Jack of it. all trades. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people think that's a, they don't think it's the best thing because I've, I've had a lot of friends in my life go, well, that's because you're, you know, that's why you're, you, you're always doing all these things and you're never succeeding at one thing because you're jumping around. And you're right. You know, if you really took one topic and you stayed with it 110% and gave it everything you have, yes, I, I agree. But unfortunately, we're all a little different. And I love to just learn about everything when it comes to 3D print, anything it is. I'm never going to be a master at it, but I can have a conversation. And this is where I'm going with this. I can have a conversation about it. There's not many topics that I can't have a conversation about. And what that has led to is one of the best and most important marketing skills and networking skills I have ever, ever had in my entire life. Because I make connections with people. Totally rapport. Exactly. Very I can important. go anywhere, anything, and have a conversation about roses, about bird watching, whatever it may be, because there's something, there's some sort of connection that I can find with that individual to relate with them and bring it back to business or some sort of opportunity that we could potentially work together. And I like to consider myself a professional connector. You find someone that needs something, that that person needs something, and you bring everyone connect together, hence why we called Forge, Forge Relations. Relations. We right. are forging things to objects that at one point were not together, and through certain situations, they form to become one. Simply put, connecting people. Connecting people. You know, and, and a lot of those connections go unnoticed or or don't turn in into anything for months or sometimes even years right and absolutely and then and then one day you get a random phone call and and you know that person you met in in Dallas that one random trip all of a sudden becomes our biggest client biggest or, client you know, ever whatever the situation might be opportunities from po- political campaigns was an opportunity everything was an opportunity so on that note guys uh, I think we're on what uh, about almost an hour? No, we got we're at forty two minutes. Forty two like, minutes. Oh Ben, I was gonna cut it, but Ben Ben is on a roll. I'm no, looking I'd at like him. He to, wants to say something. Go ahead, Ben. I'd like to ask a question. You know, between the three of us. Okay. So you know, it's January sixteenth. Mm-hmm. We just we just got into twenty twenty. We're mm-hmm. in the roaring twenties. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is you know, as a person, maybe as a as a company across the board, what are your goals? You know, what do you want to do in twenty twenty? What is your biggest thing you'd like to achieve this year? Um. Okay, I love that question. That's a very it's a very loaded question. Very loaded question. You know, and I, I don't want like the um, whole like workout. Would, more, okay, perfect. You know? No, of course, no. Jeez, I've done all that many times <laughs> over. Um, I'm going to say this very simple, 
and I'm going to say something that I feel is the most important piece to 2020 for myself personally, and I think from a, our company point of view. Consistency. I want to have consistency and follow through with the things and the, the stuff that I want to do. So for 2020, my goal is consistency with follow through. How about you, Mimi? For 2020, my goal is to obviously gain more experience now that I'm not in college anymore. You know, possibilities are endless for me. It's a little scared adulting, but, you know, I'm really happy that I can finally just have a better opportunity to obtain my goals. Um, you know, it's a new chapter in my life. I'm really excited for whatever's to come. I'm glad that I'm a very open person. So I'm open for, you know, new experiences. I'm just ready to take it all in and just take it head on 2020. I think it's going to be my year. I'm excited for this year. It's going to be a good year. So the man asking the question, if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah. um, What's your your goals? Can we please ask you the same? So I think it relates to, well, this does relate specifically to Forge Relations. I think this is the year that we scale. Mm. You know, this Mm. is the year that we need to scale. It's been, oh boy, four years, three and a half going on four years, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, we've built a very strong foundation. I'm very proud of, of where we are now. And I think it's time that we take things up a notch, you know, build the team. And we've, I mean, we, we did that near the end of 2019. We've brought in a lot of pieces that were missing. And, you know, it's our make it or break it year. This is, this is where we become big time or we, you know, maintain and, you know, live happily ever after. But I think there's so much more out there for us to do. And I don't know. This is the year that's going to happen. Let's do it. Exciting. I love it. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, you just kind of. <laughs> I, got, I got a little lost there for a second. I'm not gonna lie. I was daydreaming as you were talking. I yeah. know. I kind of was too. I was like, yeah, oh, I was like, oh, that sounds great. Let's let's yeah. do that. Yes, yes. Boats, Ferraris. No, no, no. <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll close it here, guys. But uh, I think that's a question we should all keep in mind. And I'm not talking about your, you know, your workout regimen or yeah. your, your, yeah, your resolutions. Right. You know, sit back, take a moment during your run in the morning or whatever you're doing while you're cooking breakfast and. Visualize where you want to be by 2021. Will's laughing at me, but no, I love it. You try and get so serious; it makes me so happy. I, you know, it's it's no, the, I, it's I, January. I it's know, the it's know, the know, beginning of the year. Yeah, you know? You're doing good. That's you're, the you're, you're doing the walk around the neighborhood. You're doing wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We no, all have our personal goals. Yeah, no, I I do love it. That was good. I really do. Guys, Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us on podcast number one with the Forge. Uh, listen, this is one of many, many, many more to come. So until next time, we'll talk to you soon. See you guys. Bye.